tattooists like they just think the world owes them something and like just because you're a good tattooist doesn't mean you're going to have a, a massive following and you've got to invest you've got to, you've got to put content out there that people want to see you've got to do something different oh well, what am i supposed to do like i'm going there and going it looks like it's half done so trying to get you to work on days yeah off. on days off or do extra hours i'm like it's not going to happen <laughs> yeah his, his teachers are like, oh, I've seen your dad on TikTok. And like, kids, he buzzes off it in his class and that's like, so it's, so it's mid it. for him, like, yeah. Yeah, mate, you're I mean, probably, he's probably like he's a like fucking cool dad. kid. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it's class. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alex Lloyd and this is a 21st century tattoo. Nice, Pengers. Thank you for being on the podcast, man. No problem, mate. It's nice to meet you. Yep. And thanks for having us down at your shop. No I know, like, op- anytime. Opening up on a Sunday, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, let's get straight into it, bro. Like, you're obviously known for your, like, large-scale black and grey stuff. Like, yep. big on socials. I guess what I want to know is, how do you do your oh, shit yeah, so quick? Always the question you get asked, and it's like... I say the same thing. I don't think it's, it's one thing. It's, like, a lot of little things, maybe, that accumulated make it the process a little bit quicker, just... So it's hard to sort of like zone in on one thing and right, do this, do that, and you will you'll get quicker. You've got to kind of do all them bits, I suppose. And, yeah, and experience, uh, I yeah, guess. I think experience, like I say, once you've tattooed something so many times or so many different ways, you kind of learn what's going to look right, and you'll just naturally put that into into another piece when you kind of have a similar kind of look and right, put that there or do that. That's going to look sound, so it just speeds the process up without having to look back at you. Stenciling your template, I suppose. Yeah, man. I mean, how long have you been doing it now? 13 years, 14 years, something like that. Okay, yeah, so yeah. Quite a while. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about like your artistic background, I guess, because... Um, um, to be fair, like pretty basic, really. Like obviously standard in school, did little bits out of school, but never really looked to go down this kind of path. It was one of, um, one of those things I just kind of fell into, really, to be fair. People just kept saying, oh... Why don't you? Why don't you ever go to this? Like, and it was well, like, maybe, maybe not. Got yeah. a few tattoos myself, and then I thought, you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'd enjoy this. So that was that. Away you go. You're pretty heavily tattooed. I mean, where? When did you start getting the pieces? Was um, it like- I didn't start till I was eighteen. At eighteen, birthday, I went and I had my ribs done, but it's awful. Like, <laughs> um, and then after that, yeah, just never stopped really. I think most of the stuff I've had done as well has been done like twice, three times over. So it's like just layer, some serious it? hours of work. Like, I bet. I mean, how many hours do you reckon you've had? Yeah, uh, hundreds, man. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even like to say like literally putting dark black bits over the top of things now because I just want everything dark. Like, so yeah, yeah. Did you always? I guess what I kind of want to know is like, did you always? Have you always been doing that black and grey realism style? Like, what about Kinda, that? Kind of, yeah, really. Um, it's always been... It's, I think black and grey, you get a certain clientele and it's kind of... That's always more popular anyway. But once you start to do a lot of that, the colour kind of fades out anyway. Like, I do put bits in where you'll get, like, the, the eyes, the standard stuff like that. But, like I said, when I do go to conventions and stuff like that, I like to try and show that I can do that and stuff and usually do pretty, pretty well with it, so... Yeah, man. I mean... Talk me through a little bit about then how you got into the industry. Like you, like, like you said, you know, you've kind of been doing it a while a now. While, yeah. Did you like specific, like look, go out for an apprenticeship and like, how did you end nah, up Nah, like- to be fair, like obviously once people kept saying it to me, it was like, right, okay, how do I get into this? Tried, the, tried that route, the apprenticeship route, which was not having the most uh, extensive portfolio of artwork was quite, quite hard. Like people just like, well, no, basically. <laughs> yeah. Get turned away at every door. Um, but, was that round here? So you kind yeah, of Yeah, really that, round here. Um, and then I just went, right, do you know what? Ended up doing it the wrong way, obviously scratching it on. Got the kit off fucking eBay, yeah. China. So yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, just started making a mess really, to be fair. Um, and then I got an offer from a place in, in Warrington, actually. Um, it was set up by someone who was like kind of family. It was like, oh, do you want to come and work in here? Which was like, it was only two months into me kind of starting it. So I thought, yeah, so foot in the door get in and, and go there and then after that it was easy then to get into other shops and like kind of just work with other artists and, and build up like that way and learn that way really yeah which man. i think is probably the best way to do it just work with as many different artists as possible and learn as many different techniques as you can to yeah to, to, to kind of get a good range if you if i suppose is there anyone then maybe in your like tattooing journey and those people that you've worked with is there anyone who specifically like stands out to you that maybe taught you the most um to be fair the people that that taught me more was when i kind of went and did like conventions and stuff 
and started to work and end up being next to an artist that was actually mega like and then you can kind of just from watching them through for over that weekend pick up a few bits but i'll always i'll always pick the brains as well or i'll get them to tear the, the tattoo apart you know what i mean i'll like come in and have a look at this tell me what's wrong with it you know i've been been nasty basically tell me like what needs changing and, and they would and i'd take it on board and i go away and then next time when i come back you know let them have another look and say have you improved in that year kind of thing and yeah. it was always a, it was always an improvement so yeah, definitely. Nice. Who, who were they? Anyone um, I've worked next to quite a few. Um, Kyle, Kyle Williams, mm -hmm. Egg. He was he was one. Um, Alex Alex Whiteman. Um, even the likes like Johnny Firth. People people that are quite local to here. Who I've I've ended up being in their studios where I get tattoos and stuff. And again, you just pick the brains and see what they're doing and that. And, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So obviously, like, I think you tend to find some artists go down the route of working in like big shops, loads of artists, and then some some prefer to kind of work on their own. Yeah. You've obviously been doing it so long now. You're at a stage where you can kind of do that. Yeah. Talk to me a bit about like your studio and you you work with your partner. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She works in here. Well, basically, obviously, I just thought, you know what? Why don't why not teach her tattoo? Basically, so that was a decision we made about two years ago. Now, like I said, she does dot work geometric kind of style stuff, mm. and again same kind of thing not really the, the most like biggest of, of artistic backgrounds but i think with, with drawing and stuff it's a skill you learn like you're not born being able to draw you've got to practice at it and anyone can learn to do it so yeah the more you do something the better you're going to get at it and she's just took, took to it quite well like and yeah, she's nice. doing really well off it so yeah, yeah i mean i work with my partner as well do you know what i mean it's like it's quite a unique thing to yeah, be able to do that it's actually good like everyone's like oh do you go do you work with your partner like that but it's actually it's actually pretty sound to be fair mm. like we just bounce off each other all day. Yeah, so. yeah, sick. And you're kind of covering a bit of bases. She does a bit of different style. Different too, style, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, man, nice. I mean, we spoke, spoke a little bit before we started recording about, like, the projects that you're doing now. Like, yeah. what's your kind of... What things are you focusing on? Like, what's your favourite stuff to do? Is there anything you don't touch? Um, Yeah, well, like, obviously, I don't touch cover-ups anymore, reworks. Um, And I was... I went through a stage of, obviously, being able to do such a large sort of scale stuff, especially with back pieces that kind of seemed to be the one that everyone's like, right, I want, I want you to do my back because it's one session and it's done. Mm. But I found like last year, maybe started 50 maybe, and I reckon 10 people sat in one. So it was like, when do I get you back in? It's already, it's already a year in advance. It's already, it's already solid booked. It's hard enough to get back in anywhere. Yeah. And then you feel a bit of a twat then, because like they're left with half a, half a piece. They wanted to get back in. They start whinging then, like, but they have been warned. It is sore. Yeah. It's a hard thing to be able to sit that and do that in one. So that's why I kind of like said, no, do you know what? I'm just going to do arms, legs, and yeah, no cover-ups, no, just, yeah, just free skin. Like I don't think people quite realise the commitment that the, yeah, it needs. It, yeah. Um, and like you said, with having such a wait list. It's it's hard. It, that, that's the main main reason. It's because I can't get them back in. And then you start getting the, oh, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm going there. I'm going, like, it looks like it's half done. So Trying to get you to work on days yeah, off. Yeah, on days off or do extra hours. I'm like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? how do you, I mean, how do you do that? Like, how do you manage to, to kind of keep that balanced you know what i mean obviously maybe now you're starting to but like yeah i mean I you've think obviously you've made a name for yourself that's, being, that's like, made it that so stuff. much easier because because of that like knowing that that diary i open it for one hour a year and it fills in the hour so knowing that's coming in regardless like i've been able to have that luxury of saying no to doing these things or just like saying no if i'm on my day off it's my day off and mm -hmm. no matter you get people offering to pay double triple the day rate and you're like it's, it's not it's not the money it's it's just literally that time off is vital like in terms of me having a good a good head for the rest of the week or the start of the next week so mm. i just stick to it stick to your guns like yeah man yeah i mean it's so important how do you maybe then strike that like work-life balance um what could you do you, how do you achieve that um again it's just i think once you once you've done it and it's just part of your routine then naturally you're just you're just going to carry on doing that as long as you like say stick to your guns and don't cave on that and do like the odd person here and there in or whatnot because then everyone else needs to see that and think right well he's got in yeah can i get in now and, and that's when you start getting a bit more yeah, abuse man. again online i suppose yeah yeah you know i hear that completely who like who would you say is maybe your like main clientele then these obviously it's people who want to get this stuff done like one pass yeah, there's obviously a market for there, it there is yeah like um 
And also, I, like, I, I, that, have you, have you maybe always, so many questions, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> no, it's, it's do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like, have you always been that quick? That as that's just progressed. I think, but yeah, to be fair, like that, itself, the, the, the the speed thing was kind of a niche. What I locked on, I locked into early on, like I probably six seven years ago. Where I think it, it came about more through doing so many jobs in a day at one point, where I was doing like three hours, three hours, three hours. So I was doing like a nine hour day, but like three jobs, and like having to make sure you start and finish on time, and just just knocking them out. I think that just increased and made the speed. And then from there, started to just do days, but just be able to knock out bigger pieces. But when you look back and you look back at the work and like, it was rushed. It was, it was scratchy. It was, it was not right and stuff like that. And then when you come to put it online, like, and you like, you got your apps like TikTok and stuff where you do get absolutely ripped to shreds on, on, on stuff like that. So I always said your haters are like your 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 best for actually picking out your faults. Yeah. So biggest motivation. Yeah, but yeah, and like obviously because they will tell you what's wrong with it. And when when you get in sort of 10, 20 people saying the same thing, if you go back and actually look at it and take that on board instead of just going, oh, just haters, blah blah blah. Mm. You, you you can you can look at it and learn from that, right? Right, yeah. Actually they're right. Go away, come back, improve on it. So yeah, man. Yeah. What was it, what What are we talking there? Are we talking like maybe saturation? Um, or? Yeah, I mean, in 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 general, like yeah, making sure it's fully saturated. Just the smoothness of the grades, the not seeing them 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 mag marks, them them needle marks in the skin and stuff like that, which which you could see because kind of like a salt and pepper shading I'd, I'd say where you're just you're just whipping it in mm. and it would leave that scratchy kind of mark so i think just changing your technique to iron out that maybe having to spend an extra an hour or so on on the actual piece but just to make sure that it is it is fully smooth and the the, the look difference is massive yeah so, just by taking yeah. that like I've, I've said like obviously still doing the pieces in one hit but i might be doing six seven hours maybe on a piece now rather than four or five what i was doing so i'm still working at the same pace like not working any slower i'm just putting that little bit more into it yeah and the work's just gone up at a level and now people are looking at back at it and going actually yeah how is he doing that now mm. so yeah. maybe maybe that's like this do you know what i mean and you can see how much you're striving to improve and yeah that but that's is- the thing i say i'd always want to take them comments on board so i will look for the like the bad comments and stuff and that like, right yeah right let's have a look at that go back assess it mm. and then come back and improve on it so yeah i think that's when you're working on your own that's your only kind of way to learn really i suppose is, is having your faults picked out and then you going back and and working on that really yeah so, man yeah, one hundred. I always, I always said from the beginning, if in the earlier days, if you'd have had that more of criticism there, I probably would have improved a bit faster as well. Just when you're just working on your own and you're just looking at yourself and thinking, yeah, it looks good. Mm. You kind of get in your own little bubble that like you think you're fucking better than what you are, sort of thing. Yeah, so. uh, you're right, I was literally having this conversation with the last guest no, yeah. about how important that is, you yeah. know, um, because you can just get stagnant. Yeah, of course you can. Um, yeah, you need to be around other people. Who, yeah. um, bit of a deep one. How do you define personally? How do you define success? Um, I think it's that that comfort of knowing that your money's coming in. I suppose, and you've not really got to worry about about like like the early days where it was like you tech on jobs that you probably shouldn't have said yes to. You probably should have said no straight away, mm. just because you needed to to get that money in the bank and like to get you through your week and stuff like that. And like I think now knowing that that's not an issue and I, I know I've got a certain a certain amount of money every every month, every every week, you know, it's coming in. I think that's that's the way I'd look at how successful I kind of got with it now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting that sort of freedom. Yeah, freedom really. Freedom from yeah. yeah, man. And that like I said about being able to turn away backs, necks, anything that you don't want to do and just being able to say no to it is like that's Fun. a massive luxury. So to have sort of thing and there's probably a lot out there that wish they could just say, Yeah, I don't want to do that. But they can't, yeah. they will they will do it. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. There's a lot to think about, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I don't know how I would define success, I guess. Yeah, it's being happy with what you're doing. Yeah, you know? I suppose, like, I think, again, yeah, once, if I look back at the work from a few years ago, and I think, you know what, yeah, again, the fault was better than what it was, and it, it probably isn't at a stage where you look at it and think, yeah, that's sick, or now I'm looking at the work and, like, every time I do a piece, I'm like, yeah, do you know what? 
that's that's pretty sick. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. Like, yeah, man. So, yeah. yeah, and so you should be. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's like we, I think we take it for granted, or at least I do. I'm not going to speak for you, but you know, we're like we're in a such a fortunate position to be able to do this shit yeah. for our jobs. Oh yeah, massively. And like. Yeah, man, I'm I'm just grateful to be able to see improvement and to yeah, just course, work on it. I think that's what I said. I said the, the minute I'm not seeing an improvement in the year, that's when I probably look at stopping tattooing. To be fair, mm. yeah. and can you ever see yourself stopping tattooing? Um, I can see me cutting it down again, again. Like I've, I knocked it down. I don't work the weekends anymore. I did start doing four days a week, but when the others are in the shop, you need to be here. So I might as well work five. But I think I'd like to cut it down to three days a week. To be fair, yeah, just. It's enough money that week and if you can why yeah, not you know yeah, give yourself absolutely. that free time yeah um yeah i'm not quite there yet no. you've obviously been tapping a lot longer <laughs> yeah. than me i will get to that point but then i'm also like a workaholic yeah i think to my detriment as i well. think as well at one point i did do seven days a week and i mean it's just no nowhere to nowhere to be like and even when it was locked down with the covid stuff obviously how do i get a full diary for that time when it's mm. already full after that for the next six months what do i do with them clients so yeah, well, tell me I how, did you, up, how did you deal with that whole situation um, i ended up putting the clients on top of when i started back and i did two sessions a day two day sessions a day for three months to get it all to get it all boxed off and like i just hated tattooing there was no enjoyment in it because i just coming here at nine o'clock in the morning i didn't get out of here till 10 11 o'clock at night and it was just just every day repetitive didn't did not like tattooing no. for that whole period. So, yeah, not good. Difficult. Yeah, very mate, difficult. So difficult. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, not about knowing. being workaholic, I think now I've got that where I don't, you know, I can have that, that four-day week or whatever. It's just nice to have, really yeah. nice to have. Yeah, sweet. Does, you, does, the, does your missus work the same amount of time? Um, yeah, kind of similar, yeah. She, she'll she do a weekend, like, but um, like I say, everyone wants a Saturday, so just charge a little bit more on a Saturday, so, mm. yeah. Different clientele? Yeah, mainly, well, I, t I wouldn't even say mainly female, but she does a lot more females than what I do. I'd say mine is like 90% male, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's that like- I'm It's that, it's that massive work though, I think. There is girls that want that doing, but there's, the lads just want to be full now. That's just the look, I think, yeah. now. So it's, it's just a massive industry for that. So 100. So yeah. touching on that point, what do you tend to get then when you get these? You open your diary. Yeah. For, you said, like you said, for an hour. Yeah. You let all of those emails flood in, I presume, or DMs. <laughs> to, to be fair, like, I've tried so many different ways to, like, how can I do this? Because it, it's mad. There's queues outside the door, halfway down the road. The phone... <laughs> just does not stop ringing and then the instant the instant the messages there's like there's usually three four thousand messages come through over that over that sort of 24 hour period so i used to be like oh just i'll look through as many as i can and pick out the best ones but it's just an impossible task to do that like by the time you've looked, read one message and you go and refresh your page there's another 20 30 minutes you just you can't do it so it's kind of is just pop look if i read your message there i literally send you the, the, the details to get in and you either take it or you don't, and then obviously okay. I'll, I'll once the once it's been into the bank, I'll uh, I'll look back for the name and put you in the diary. Like yeah. that's the, the easiest way I could do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just mental. Yeah, mad. So, yeah, it's crazy. That's it's probably the that's probably the most stressful day of the year for me. Like I literally feel sick coming up to like knowing what what I've got to do in that morning. It's it's a bad stress. Like, do you get, does anyone help you do this? Nah, this is the other thing. Like, I feel think, like you need can like I, a receptionist. Can I, yeah, someone can, I, can someone to to do that? But then like. When you, I suppose when when you work the way I work, in terms of doing such a, a large like obviously not everything can be done in one in one hit sort of thing. So when you get a message and they want this that they want twenty different things on a leg or whatever, it's like that it's not going to be one hit. That's mm. going to be when you look at the way I work, it's two or three larger images over the leg. So if you've got a be able to speak to someone and know that that person that's doing the diary for you has got to know that and it's it's hard because you, you, you yeah, can't really get it you. like they're not you yeah so there's only really you that can can deal with that ta task i suppose yeah yeah it's it, i find it really difficult my missus does my diary yeah um i'd end up with clients in that i just didn't want in there mm, basically so i'd yeah. rather just take it on myself and what are they doing are they coming to you saying right i want an eagle on my back or are they saying do what you want um, to do to, to be fair this is this is another good thing i think like I tend to get not not so much free reign, but free reign in like composition and free reign in the design because people can't envision something that big. Like 
they need you to do it for them. So mm. they'll kind of give you a theme or they've seen a few images they like and then they just leave it to me. So pretty much everything I do is kind of just free reign, I suppose. Sick. Which is which is sick, right? Yeah, and you, yeah. they trust you to they do that. They trust you to do that, yeah. You get the odd awkward one that will be like, right, nah, nah, I really want this there or I'm like... Well, I can do it that way, but it's not going to have the same look on it. It's not going to flawless. Like, most of the time when they're going to do that, it's going to affect my design in terms of the overall piece because I usually put things where I want to put them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, and to be artist. fair, if I, on the day when they come in, I can usually change the mind anyway. I just to speed someone say, look, mm. do it my way. Yeah, man. Yeah. You'd hope that they would trust you. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, usually they do. I get this sometimes, and I get it because, like... It, it used to be, I think, when tattooing wasn't as popular, that only creatives got tattoos. Yeah. Whereas now, because it's so popular, you're just getting people who just like the idea just of getting it, yeah. tattoos or just but aren't creative. Yeah. Some of them, like, you can just do what you want. Like, that's the worst thing you can say to me, like, because I spend oh, I don't you're know, getting a design like, in the morning, things, like, yeah. and I think, yeah, that's sick. And then they turn up and they're like, I don't really like that. Well, you said I could do what I want, you know? So mm. I, I, I always say you, you have got to have some kind of direction or theme at least for me to go with because if you're just leaving it up to me and and then you turn up and saying oh, i don't want that i'm like well you've wasted my time as well as, as, well as your own because now you're gonna have to sit here while i do your design <laughs> and pay for <laughs> and, it yeah pay yeah. for it so yeah yeah man no 100 i can really get it um right let's talk about socials for a minute yeah sound tiktok 1.1 million you've got yeah. what, over 100k on instagram what i want to know then is how did you get to that point? Because I think there's so many people I talk to now, anyone coming into the industry now will know how difficult it is, it is to, to build, build some it. following. Yeah. Um, you must have been working on it for a while. Yeah, and, and I mean, I said, like, you get this a lot where tattooists, like, they just think the world owes them something. And, like, just because you're a good tattooist doesn't mean you're going to have a, a massive following. And you've got to invest. You've got to, you've got to put content out there that people want to see. You've got to do something different and... Like, like I said, I've got the guy who does my content for me ads. He's with me every month. I pay him every month to, to spend the day with me, to, to get content for me that sets me apart from everybody else mm. in a way. So just, just, just spending that money and investing it on your business will progress you in, in, you know, a lot really compared to anybody else that's just knocking out tattoos, putting it on there and expecting the world to clap their hands for them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah just like banging a picture yeah, up. Basically. So what are you working on with him at the minute? Like, um, Well, I've got, I've actually just set up a new business um, and it's, it's, I've not actually told anyone what it is yet. I've just been kind of like okay, sneaking this is a little bit. Yeah, it's exclusive. And it is literally for the world as well. So, um, I'm going to be running like a competition in terms of you can win free tattoos for life. It'll be limited to two sessions a year, um, wherever you are in the world. I'll fly you in, pay for your accommodation, or I'll fly to you, whichever's easier. Yeah. And um, it'll be a pound a ticket. So we're just going to open it up and it opens it up to all like my Australian TikTok followers, American, you know, anywhere in the world. Sick idea. Who's not going to want to throw a pound at that? So... Yeah, we're gonna see how that rolls, but that's gonna that's gonna be next month when I roll that out. So just making sure all the legals are yeah, on yeah, board yeah. before I put it out there. So yeah, there must be quite like you must have to adhere to quite like stringent yeah, rules. Yeah, there's certain rules to follow. So yeah, just making sure that was right and setting everything up on the on the website and stuff to get it to be able to sort of translate in different languages for the other different countries because yeah. I, I reckon it's it's gonna kick off quite well so yeah mad <laughs> yeah and that's gonna be a stressful opening day yeah it will be a little bit but i'm i'm looking forward to it like see how it see how i'm gonna have to chuck a quid on it like i mean who's not gonna want to throw a pound it like yeah like i said when you've got queues outside your messages are through the roof and there that's people coming wanting to pay you another grand a day do you know what i mean so for a quid yeah man no i think it's good and like you yeah. said there's like we follow all of these artists so at least i do do you know what i mean i'm yeah. a proper nerd in tattooing i follow so many people there's so many good artists across the world that are just don't know whether i'll ever don't, get the time yeah. to go and meet you know yeah. so um i think it's a great idea yeah well so, i think i know it was just like going back to the, that following that reach kind of thing what i've got with the tiktok and stuff like that like how can i use this now while i've got it because i said it before there's a lot of people that go viral online and then two or three years down the line they're not viral anymore they're not current anymore so they're just you've got to kind of use that while you've got it now so that's what I thought we'll do that and see, it, see how it goes you know what I mean it opens mm -hmm. it up to the, the, the full the globe really so yeah. 
I feel yeah. like you're kind of you're doing a lot focusing a lot more on TikTok at the minute than maybe Insta. Yeah, I think because a lot with TikTok as well, it kind of bounces over onto Insta. So I think at the start of maybe not last year, maybe the year before, I think I only had about 20k maybe on Insta. And then when the TikTok went off, that like quadrupled within a month, maybe something like that, just yeah. off people following from that app to, to Insta. So yeah, mad one really. It's tricky to stay on top of that. Like it, it you've got like a consistent theme that you do every time, you know, Same show thing. the design. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's probably the secret to it. Yeah, I think it is. But then I, I sort of kind of found that like last year, I think I had maybe 10 or 11 that went, well, I say over a million. So I went in terms of going viral with that. And this year, I think I've only had two. So I kind of thought maybe people have kind of got a bit used to seeing it now. So it's not mm. much, it's not as much of a wow factor to them. Um, so it's like, I'm, I have been trying to think of other ways of maybe trying to switch it up in it and, you know, bring something else into it that will send it on its way again. But it's yeah. it seems to be more just when you've got a different kind of piece or back pieces. Back pieces always seem to be the one that everyone's like, It's the scale, isn't yeah, it? It's the scale. impressive. Yeah. And it's Even like, though I'd say there's probably more scale to doing a full leg than there is the back it just looks it's just because it's a, a yeah flat yeah, yeah it looks bigger yeah um only probably artists would realize how long the leg yeah. would take you yeah. know um but i followed you for a while and that's the first thing that kind of caught my eyes like oh, this is the guy who does the big Play stuff backs. really yeah. quick yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and it's like yeah so it's it's impressive man i can see um what would you say is your biggest achievement to date then Um, I wouldn't even say, it's hard to say, I would, I'd just, just say having, having the shop and, and like I said, being at that stage where I'm, I don't have to worry about anything, like yeah. forget all the, the awards and the, the like, the, the convention stuff, like it's just, it's here, sir, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. but yeah, in general, just having, having that successful business, I suppose. Mm. Talk me through the awards, you've obviously got a couple of years, so um, you, do, you do quite a few conventions. Yeah, to you? be fair, like... Yeah, it's one of them where I was always wondering, I think, oh, it don't really matter. It's like whether anyone can win one or whatever. And I, I do get that. And a lot of artists comment on that. They're like, oh, it's just a, it's just a fucking trophy. But, you know, you can, you can, anyone can go. It depends who's judging or who, are you, who, who you are and stuff like that. So I kind of tried to make it my thing this, this last year to go and to win every time. So consistently, because then I think it matters a little bit more then. So, yeah, I think, I think I've done... 10 last year and took 10 awards so it was one of them things where I was turning up and like I'm, I'm taking this on kind of thing yeah so. I mean you're talking about this like it's not impressive <laughs> but it is I think do it that it was just that I just wanted to do it consistently because I thought yeah if you just go into one it could just be the judges it could just be oh you've got a bit of a following they might I don't, I don't you, yeah. you always think maybe it is a bit a bit fixed but like I say going doing it and especially bigger conventions like Tea Party at Manchester where there's 500 artists there like internationally really top artists and there's no third prize there's no second prize it's it's first prize or nothing and i think yeah. going to places like that and then taking home that's when you're like yeah actually i'm doing good work here <laughs> is there anything you've not done you've got your eye on um the london one really what what we was on about before kind of I'd, I'd like to go and do that one but i'm looking more Are you there this year i'm i'm not you know no. <laughs> um yeah i had a bit of one of them years where I, I kind of said no to doing doing any this year and then I've done I think I've done three so but after the last one and the stress of setting up bre breaking all your stuff down coming back the full weekend when I don't work weekends anyway it's mm. like I'd rather not but I think now I'm just going to look at doing more in, international ones I think just go and do a few around Europe and that make, make it where I'm going and actually getting a good weekend where I can see some bits where I'm not seen before and stuff and yeah, meet some other artists that I'm not at you kind of see the same at yeah, the time. Yeah. Where, where are you looking at going then for that? Um, maybe the likes of like Amsterdam. Um, there's a couple. I, do, I would like to go and do a few in the US, to be fair. Um, just because just cause you've seen some of like the scale of some of them. Mm. Like that saying about Manchester having a 500. Like, I've seen like ones there, like a thousand, two thousand artists. I like, think that that'd be good to just put yourself in amongst that many. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah man. Well, if you could give yourself one piece of advice for your younger self, what would it be? It would have been to say no to bits sooner, basically. Yeah. yeah. 
because there's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces so is that in why, life in general do you think um, yeah tattooing? to be fair yeah but obviously with the tattooing stuff like there was a lot of pieces what I took on and I just look back and I think why did I even say like why did I say yeah to that because now someone's walking around with that and just, you wished it wasn't kind of thing but yeah if I could if I could say it to even just to any upcoming tattooist like stick to like what you want to do and don't stray off from that just because you need the money or you know mm. you'll you'll regret like putting that out there otherwise so yeah yeah any have you like maybe do, do, have you had any apprentices in the past um i've had i've had of, like brought up into the industry so i've just I, I had a lad for a while who was just a really good artist in terms of on the paper but he just could not make the transition don't know why it was to be fair like when i've obviously taught my missus she's not really had much of an artistic background and took straight to it which mm -hmm. is like yeah i think it's i think because it's such a technical thing i think you've got kind of have quite a bit of a good brain on yourself i suppose as well you can't just be an idiot if you like you've yeah. got you got to kind of learn the technical side and if you can take that up and apply it to the skin technically sound then you're going to do better and, and quicker like so yeah there is there will be and there are i know there are a lot of people that will kind of look at the industry look at people like yourselves who are doing well on socials and yeah and kind of i think people want all of this stuff yeah they, they, yeah they want it and they want it like that they want it now so yeah it's like it's a short it's not a it's not a short process it's a long process like with chanel she's had it where because she's been able to use my following in a way to build her clientele from the bench she's kind of had a jump start in it like mm. ideal for for her like but yeah. i'd hate to come in this industry now and try and start from from the ground up because i just think it's too congested it's unless you've got you that different where you're in a shop with an artist that's already very successful then you've got a bit of a, a kick start but otherwise trying to do it on your own yeah it's impossible to ask right have you like done anything and branched out from just tattooing talk to me about like working with brands and collabs i know you do a little um, bit yeah there. i think that just come about through like through through just the following building a, a, a little bit and i think maybe even just brands seeing you do something different to, to other people and looking at that as an avenue for, for them to sell their product i suppose mm. um I have actually the guy I mentioned before, Baz. Um, obviously, he's in the industry with your model and stuff, and we, we are starting a brand up um, this year, so we're Sick. just going to delve into that. And can you tell us um, again? It's it's very early days, so um, we've we've got a few little trips to like go and see some factories and stuff in Turkey and places like that to go and get some products kind of like made up and in the pipeline, and then Sick. get them out there. Hopefully, before Christmas this year, we'll be be nice. up and running with that so yeah just again another little a little branch out like mm. from from tattooing so so yeah we're still like linked in as well it kind of is because it goes with it yeah sick yeah. yeah man i think that's so important um i know you're sponsored by atlas yeah are there any others have you got any other sponsors you work um, with anyone yeah crop how, did, so, how did that happen uh just again through the insta again when it started to sort of build up a little bit you just kind of feel these people kind of sniffing about and coming saying hello to conventions and giving you little products on the side and stuff mm. and some of them it's it's not worth anything you know what i mean it's half the time it's just a, a bit of a percent off and you're just like no nah, i'm not i don't want that but then you get others who, who will give you the products for nothing or actually be a sponsorship kind of thing like yeah. um same with i had it for last year throughout last year with a company called scoop and stack that was all my protein and gym stuff like mm, every, every, it, yeah. every month like um so yeah just again it's nice to have free stuff like yeah 100 <laughs> man like i think like collaborations and influencer marketing all that stuff yeah. is so important nowadays yeah you know? yeah um, well I, I said this to people like they're always like oh um what celebrities have you told and like i'm like to be honest it's not really the celebrities you want it's it's these influencer people that, that have got the following on the instagram where you want to be making your following bigger like mm. it's all right tattooing some big celebrity from around the corner that everyone knows but no one follows you know what i mean so you've got a yeah i think influencers are definitely the one that's that's good to get if you can get them kind of a quite a quite a few in there mm. you're gonna you're gonna build yourself off that anyway because people especially are following them usually for stuff like tattoos or 
the, the clothing and stuff and then you just link to that straight away so yeah man oh god yeah i mean i still like now get sent references and bits and pieces of tattoos that, that are on, on people yeah, do you know course, what i mean yeah. it's like tiktok itself i think tiktok's a slightly different audience so i think it can be slightly younger yeah and you know people are screenshotting pinterest pinterest all yeah yeah it's it's, it's mad because you'll get artists I'll get artists that will send me pictures of my work, like saying, like, the clients have brought that into the shop, like, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we'll change it off and stuff like that. Mm. But there's, um, there's, there's a piece, um, there's, a, there's a, a fitness guy, Lewis Harrison, I don't know if you've heard of Harrison Twins. Okay. Um, they're massive, like, millions of followers on, on Insta stuff. Um, and I did his neck years ago, and it's like a, a lotus with two butterflies either side and then two mandars on the traps and, like, that tattoo is everywhere now, like everywhere. And there are people that come in and or they'll bring it to Chanel. Like, oh, I want, I want this. And it's like, like, it's that's my original. And they don't, and even they know don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, so and, they, and they're just like, obviously, Lewis flew me out to Marbella in June, I think, maybe, maybe the month before, to to go and, to go and work on him out there and do some mm. some bits on there. So, um, while I was out there, there was there was another guy, and he's literally copied every tattoo what he's got on his body, like mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was just showing him he was like yeah no, I've seen it <laughs> it must be sick to know to like kind of see your stuff out and about it's 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 mad now like when we'll go to when I, I went up to Scotland last weekend obviously four or five hours up the road to a little event up there in Scotland and there was so many people that come up to you and they're just like paying us TikTok like it's it's proper surreal when you're there you're like this is weird this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mad. think I was I was just visiting but I was at the Liverpool convention about two or three years ago yeah. and I think you were there right um, but yeah man like it's cool like it's, the, the it's, conventions it's, and stuff are sick yeah. you know you kind of meet these artists what I'm trying to do with this podcast as well is kind of people can feel like they've met you before yeah just have, get a know? little bit more like yeah no more delve into your life I suppose face yeah. behind the name man do you know what I mean like we're all just we're all human yeah. Um, yeah sick what are you most grateful for Um, in terms of tattooing or just in general generally just, I guess. generally just I suppose just having just having a good family life mate just nice no you know no stress and hmm. yeah little lad look like class mate are you kind of born and raised around here yeah to be fair like 10 10 15 minutes down the road so can you see yourself ever moving to be fair I, i think i could yeah but i think until the lads sort of left high school and stuff like that like i wouldn't want to move now where he's kind of going he's like at that age he's just starting high school it'd be a bit of a a mad one to just rush off somewhere sort Mm. of thing but i think it's one of them things where you can take it anywhere now How, how old is he 10 10 yeah mad yeah great yeah and there's um so do you does he live with you like what's your yeah life? yeah 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 we all, all live together like so do you think he's gonna be a tattooist <sighs> i don't know because like would you want him to be <laughs> not necessarily no just whatever he's happy in doing like just enjoy yourself mate so yeah it's, it's a weird one because he, he has done little bits on like bits of fake skin and stuff like but he was a bit younger and he used to like ask like dad can i if he was in here for the day like, dad can i can i have a go can i have a go yes. like, yeah yeah sound but like now i think just because he sees it so much it just Mm. don't really like phase him like or anything like when you you go and pick him up from school and stuff and the other kids like they'll be like staring thinking whoa like (laughs) but he just sees it all the times it's just nothing to him what you mean when you turn up yeah yeah it's a bit fuck it it's a bit mad for him like so yeah yeah love it I love it though. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is class. Like. Um, who knows, you know? But like, are you? He, he must be artistic, I guess. You're kind of seeing that coming through. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he is in a way, but like, he's just yeah. He's just like me when I was a kid. He's just hundred mile an hour, like mm. so. It's mad, but he, he buzzes off like like the t- he'll watch the lives on TikTok and stuff like that, and like comment hi dad and stuff like that. Yeah. Or his 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 teachers are like, oh, I've seen your dad on TikTok and like kids. He buzzes off it in his class and that's so it's so it's mid for him like yeah yeah mate. You've been, probably, he's probably like, he's like a fucking cool dad. Kid. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, it's class. So good, man. Um, yeah, like what do you wish then? Maybe you had more time for like um. Like I, I said, like you, I, I think like I'm at a stage months. now where I've kind of hit it, hit it well, and mm. like I'm like that was the main thing for me, cutting down the weekends, and spending spending some more, you know, doing the bits that I want to do as well as the family stuff. So mm. yeah, it's, it's I think I'm at that point now where I'm I'm pretty happy with the, the balance kind of thing. So. Yeah, man, I'm still trying. Yeah, it's I'm not there. <laughs> def- definitely, definitely not there. Is there anything then on your bucket list? I want to know that like life bucket list. Um. 
it's just going seeing other parts of the world that I'm not seeing yet. Like traveling, I said, just yeah. traveling a bit more. Yeah, I've, I've actually like booked out the full summer um, of next year. Just obviously when he finishes sec, like because to start second school and then, mm-hmm. then that sort of six week period where he's off, we're just gonna go wherever we can for that six weeks and just enjoy ourselves. Like, yeah, so, sick. Before he goes back to big school, I suppose. Do like theme parks in America. Yeah, just just go and that's have yeah, have a blast. Like. So. I, I need to do, tra- I need to go travelling. I need to do more. Like I kind of came straight out of school, went into uni, went from uni to work. Like, yeah. I haven't had the time, you know, when I speak to all these people, like I had Dean Gunther on the last episode and he was like, he's been all, all over, over the place. Yeah. Did like that cruise. Um, yeah, I've seen these. Tattoo and cruise. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. It and looks that. pretty good, that to be fair. Mm, does yeah, look even good. just for like going to see other parts of yeah, the world. Well, yeah, know? that's it. Me just meet different, diff- obviously you meet a lot of different people anyway, but again, it's I think it's dead it's just dead interesting the stories you hear it's, it's always a different story every single day in here so it's yeah it's it's class to like pick people's brains as well like mm. so, yeah. have you had any like interesting clients in um i just it's just it's because they come in like my clients now like i had a kid from denver on wednesday it's just crazy like halfway around the world just to get a tattoo so mm. just just people like that, that just intrigues me anyway the fact that I've been able to reach them and they're they're willing to come come all that way. It's, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, madness yeah. like <laughs> Bro, it's a good man, it's a testament yeah. to your work, you know. Yeah, like you, it's, you obviously it's, you've worked hard. I, like I say, I worked hard, but I think targeting the way I've targeted and going out that like, social media and being able to use that well is has definitely put me at an advantage to to the others like mm-hmm. so. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was having this conversation. Uh, one of the guests, which was a question from a previous guest, was like, um, would you still like would would you still be where you are today if it wasn't for social media you know and like how important is social media in tattooing and yeah it's massive i don't think it's not like even if you could be the most incredible artist in the world set up shop down the road and struggle for work every week if you didn't have socials mm. so yeah it's it's part and parcel now it's, it's the, the the main advertising you get so and it's free yeah. <laughs> so yeah. literally well i mean the way they're doing it now yeah it's kind of getting that to that point but so like instagram's at a point now where it just won't show your stuff until you pay for it yeah it's just it's it's already done it before it's kind of stole from another app with like the stories from snapchat mm-hmm. again snapchat then kind of died it's kind of doing it with tiktok now with reels and stuff where just normal pictures and that are getting no reach but your reels and stuff are doing way better so people are delving into that and yeah. it, it will kind of end up like tiktok i think so i, think, I actually think tiktok's winning because uh, yeah. like instagram's now changing themselves to look to like look TikTok. like tiktok yeah i get um, that i do get that but again you know, but, I see but you're to, gonna be all right because you're, think, yeah you're, but you're again like like some like i can like i said i've only had like two proper viral videos this year and like some of the other videos and regardless of you following like you're you're only hitting 50 60,000 views and it's mm. like there's you know you've got over a million followers there why is why is it not reaching out like it was doing last year so i think there are there is some kind of algorithm coming into tiktok so yeah again they're gonna do because it's a popular app and they want to make more money off it so yeah, yeah it's yeah. always gonna happen that regardless yeah man um right the nerdy bit i guess i want to now know um like what you kind of use equipment wise is there anything that you always stick to like machines needles and i also wanted to know like a bit about your design process how you kind of construct them and where you're getting your references from um so yeah machine wise always use shane yep like i use the sewn over on the mid at the minute that's i think it's 3.5 yeah um i've used that for the last three years maybe something like that but i do go through them pretty pretty quick like they, they probably last 12 months for me and then i need a new one i don't know if it's just the sheer speed i'm going at or what like maybe the fact i just leave them running on the side all the time as well turn them out yeah. yeah so yeah i always use always use share and i think they're such a hard hitting machine like it, it it definitely suits me for the for the way i work like um and then again atlas carts i use another guy um they're called chakra it's a guy that just comes to the shops that sort of thing and mm. i use his um i use his mags and they are they're mega likes so using like just, big groupings yeah like 27 curved is probably like the go-to needle for everything but i'll go as big as a 49 for for bit for like big areas of, of black like yeah so yeah it's um b- big needles always yeah i think again that's just another little 
how you do it so quick sort of thing. Mm. But much line work and how um, you get those Yes, I used to I used to not do as much line work and I think I kind of look back and I think just a lot of the time now, even if it's not a black line, if it's just a grey line can just crisp it up that little bit more and for for the sake of it taking me an extra five minutes it's really not that much time that i'm knocking off it by not doing it i'm just mm. cleaning up the work by doing it so i'll always go and do that now um i guess if you're doing it in one pass you don't need to go in and bloodline you can just no, go in bottom I can just to go top in, yes just... that's what I, that's the way i work just top yeah bottom to top just work up do my outline a little bit of a section and then shared that next bit next bit i usually tend to find I'll, I'll be like sort of at an elbow maybe in like the first two or three hours cover that work on the top section fine just yeah if so, need be come back down and do a few little bits at the end but it doesn't tend to need it to be fair yeah nice and what about your design process how are you um like? again i think cause procreate yeah procreate um i think just with 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 a lot of the, the black and grey stuff, it's more realistic images. So it's everything's out there. Texture. If you know what you're looking for and how to look for it, it takes you minutes to, to find the images. And then yeah, procreate again. It's not it's not a long task really to yeah, yeah, yeah. to sort of clip bits up together and. Seeing so you kind of keep... almost show the stuff on like models of legs. Yeah, and arms. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that basically. something new you started doing? Um, just yeah, I just do that just so they can like, kind of envision it. I suppose but before they'd come in and I'd just kind of have each bit sort of already printed and templated and then I just kind of lay it out on the table if you like mm. that I'll oh, do this and that and it just cast our, our, our user imagination in a way whereas I think just having that happen it's just been so quick and easy to use it's right this is how it's going to look and it's good for them to see sort of thing so yeah yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. I think it's, it's so so important you know people need to be able to like yeah. actually like you say you'll get, I'll get eyes and go, oh well do you not draw anything I'm like well you do draw bits, but it's usually mostly on the skin when I'm when I'm actually using a, a sharpie or a pen to draw. Because why would you like, for example, a rose? Why would you spend two hours drawing rose when you could just literally go and grab one from an image of a rose? It's like yeah. it's, it makes no sense to me to to be spending all the time doing that. So it might be lazy in some people's eyes, but. I don't know. It's, I don't know if I agree because it's like that's your thing, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. what people come to you for. Yeah. I think if, if it's a certain style and it's a very custom look maybe or like I said, if you're doing something like traditional or neo-trad or something where it is a, mm -hmm. a more stylized rose then obviously you would draw it but when, you, when you're when doing realism it's use the real image. It's just logic really. Yeah. So. And um, you're kind of, you're saving people, obviously people are kind of travelling to you and that. Do you kind of try and tend to book like back-to-back -back days? Yeah, I always say like... <laughs> and what are, you, what are you charging for a day now? Um, I'm charging eight for a day. Yeah. Uh, I probably am going to put that up again, to be fair, next year to, to a thousand. And then I'll probably stay at that and I don't think I'll ever increase it on that. But I suppose there's that many people that I want to pay. They want to pay double, triple just to skip the queue. Like I could probably mm. fill the diary on them. So I could probably put it up again. But I think then you really... You you're targeting a certain a certain type of audience, then that you kind of cut out a lot of people that might want work done way and appreciate the work a bit more, and yeah. you're cutting them out because they just literally can't afford to pay that kind of money. So I'd I'd rather not go too expensive. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Keep it. That's it. But where's but that line? When I, I when I, I just said I'm like obviously what I'm doing there in, in one session or two sessions, say it's an arm, if it's a thousand pound a time and it's two sessions, two thousand, I don't think that's really expensive for a full sleeve in terms of going getting it done anywhere else. It's just a bigger hit doing it in one sort of thing. So Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah some artists just kinda like, gotta justify it in a way. Like yeah, it's a big heavy hit doing it like that, but it's done. Hmm. <laughs> or you can go and pay in session work and get it done elsewhere and probably end up paying more. So Yeah man. So you don't have like you don't do hourly or minimum, it's Never. just like days, that's days, it. That's it, yeah. That's it. Yeah, cool, man. Um, nice. Uh, I wanted to ask you the question. What we kind of try and do is I'll leave the question. There's a question that's been left for you from the previous guest. Yeah. Um, deep one. Um, so the previous guest wanted to know, are you scared to die? And where do you think you go after you die? Is there life or not? <laughs> to be fair, no, I don't think I'm afraid of dying, to be fair. I think I'm more afraid of what you leave behind rather than actually just not being here sort mm. of thing um and then in terms of afterwards it's a, it's just a an endless an endless conversation that i think it could be could be a, <laughs> are you a, are a you spiritual of, religious in any way i kind of am because i like the i do like that uh, psychedelics so 
you, you kind of get get a little vision and stuff on doing that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate, yeah. 100. I, yeah, so you hear so many stories of this. Like, yeah, I don't know what to believe. You know, no one knows. It um, is, it is a mad one. It I don't, I don't one. think it makes sense that like we have like you just that's it when you're done. You're no, gone. I don't. That does, yeah, that 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 makes less sense than there being something or mm. you like. If, I suppose you, you, your spirit, your soul, kind of going to a higher place. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Have some more psychedelics. Maybe yeah. <laughs> um, have you got a question then? Maybe we can give to the next guest. Um, if you were tattooing, what would you be doing now? Basically? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Um, so yeah, cool, bro. Let's just tie it up. What I'd love to know really then is like where you're going to be. Have you got any conventions and guest spots on the way? Uh, people, I presume, can't get a booking with you right now. When no. are you opening um, that diary? So the diary will be open again on the 1st of December this year and that'll be for September October next year to August of the year after so yeah that's it's when that's opening like <laughs> yeah quite it's, far it's a lot of, well it's just one of them like I say it's potluck whether you're getting or not it's it just I've not figured out an easier way to do that yet if I do yeah. then god knows how I managed to get older for well, this chat <laughs> well, yeah and to be fair it was it was it was like a busy time when you messaged me with that and I must have just been flicking through and I caught mm. like you can kind of you can kind of read, just glance read and know when it's just something about actual booking in or it's something like a something like that's different. And I, I can't remember what you actually said to open the message, but mm. I clicked on it straight away. Yeah, like, nice. so. It's perfect. Yeah, sick. Uh, conventions, guess what? Um, conventions, like I said, I've not actually got any more planned this year. Same with guess what's and just, I've just kind of been wanting to just do my own thing in here and use my weekends for my own kind of thing and been obviously going away quite a bit this year and a few festivals and stuff like that so yeah that's that's come come higher up the list than doing doing the conventions this year for me so I, w I will be i will be back to it i would have said next year but again maybe internationally sort of thing yeah right, man right, well i like somewhere. i love your stuff like i look forward to kind of seeing where you take it you know go from here, sounds like, like you've got some yeah really i've got good ideas and, and i just yeah like i say I, I always just look at it as a business rather than just looking at it as tiring i mm. think treating it that way you, you're gonna you're gonna invest more into it you're gonna push yourself that bit harder and go a bit further with it so hmm. yeah yeah man well yeah we cool. look forward to seeing it all man so, and thanks again for having a chat with no us today it's been cool. anytime mate. appreciate it bro thanks for listening i hope you've enjoyed the podcast this week don't forget to hit the bell icon and the follow button to be notified of every new release wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to hit that subscribe button on youtube as well i'm alex lloyd and this is a 21st century tattoo thanks for listening